Hey, Gareth? Yeah, buddy. You're listening to the dollop! This is an American history podcast where each week I, Milwaukee native. That's right. Green Bay Packers owner. fan. And owner, and part owner. Part owner. And lover of Schlitz, yeah. Dave Anthony. Reads a story from American history to my boy. <laughs> Do you like have a file of all the terms that would be the most condescending? Somehow it keeps getting worse. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Well done. Thank you. You did your part. It took Stop a little it. while. Stop it. You're doing it again. Permission to treat? No. Permission denied. Anything else to say? My dad's here. Oh. Hi, Frank. He's not going to stay for the show. But um, he just, seen, he's um, the biggest fan of the intro. You've seen Throw Your Mother from the Train, yeah? Throw Mama from the Train? Yeah. Yeah. How's movie memory going? it up right now. Uh-huh. I'm going to kill your father is what I'm saying. I'm going to fucking kill your father. You did. Oh. That's the whole point of throwing oh, mama oh. from the train. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think I'd dispel it But I didn't out. kill I your dad. Unless my name is Seagram's. I mean, it took six years, but you finally had one good joke about my dad. That's why I'm your boy. <laughs> Not actually going to kill you. He already left. Oh, he did? Yeah. He was here for the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. He hangs for the pre-show. He just okay. He's a party guy. He ate guy. some of your focaccia, and now he, he's gone. He was out. He was, we were, uh, you know. He's smoking dubs in the parking lot. We were, tailgating, wheelies, we were tailgating in the parking lot. Yeah, he, no, my dad tailgates before the dollars. Big time. He got here at 8 a.m. Big time. Yeah. He goes real. Is he a Packers guy? Yeah, oh, buddy, kind of. He, he actually won't watch them because he thinks when he watches them, they lose. But he hasn't been watching this year, so I don't know what's happening. What? What? Well, then you can never watch. Yeah, you don't understand. Listen, just stop. <laughs> you don't understand. He did it for us. It makes no sense. It makes a lot of sense. Gareth, that's your name. Dave. We are brought to you in part by Squarespace. Gareth, Squarespace is all-in-one domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, analytics, which, of course, we need for you very badly, the analytics. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading through some of the analytics on me this week, and it is not good. You, you have uh, your website. It is bad. GarethReynolds.com with Squarespace, you. Yes. and you get analytics there, Correct. Oh, yeah. I, I'm talking traffic overview, visitor insights, activity log, sales analytics, purchase funnel. Yeah. How is your purchase funnel going? It, it's not, I've been putting beer in it. Come on, man. We're I talking about websites. I, I ruined it. Uh, so I also have my website with Squarespace, and then, of course, we have the, the dolloppodcast.com where you can get all your tour information. And the sources page. And then our sources page. So we're all in with Squarespace. Uh, they go down. Yep. I've said this before a million times, but they go down. We go down. It is uh, yep. uh, basically no, is it's, it's an umbilical cord situation that can never be cut. I agree. 
Uh, so anyway, uh, here's what you're going to do. You're going to uh, go to squarespace.com slash dollop for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dollop to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. March 5th, 1876. Year of our Lord, J-Town. By the way, J-Town has headbands that, he's, that are coming out. And no, he doesn't. I, they're not available here, so don't, it's all bullshit. Everything he's saying is a lie. He's an evangelical preacher. Ah, we got holy rags for you to hold up to the TV so you can touch God's hand. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Not bullshit. You are because, yeah, it is. Where are the headbands? He's, Jesus is, he's going to sell them. J-Town's going to sell them. He's fucking selling his own merch? We don't even do that. I didn't say he was going to sell it. I'm just saying he's putting them, he's, it's part Dude, it's of his weird. brand. It's part of his brand? Yeah. So, what? <laughs> he's, also, Crazy. he's also doing, uh, they're also going to be Ray-Bans with J-Town on the side. J-Bans. Uh, we do have merch. We have merch. Yeah, Luke you will be selling it. Buy it after the show. Yep. I think we have uh, crocheted baskets. Nope. Don't tell people what we have anymore because it's going really poorly. <laughs> yeah, we don't have baskets. Well, crocheted baskets. No, no, no. Nope. Well, it's like an Easter basket. No, it isn't at all. <laughs> now, again, you're veering very dangerously into J-Town merch. I could have sworn we had baskets. Nope. It's crazy. You hit your head two days ago and nothing's been right. <laughs> Johann Fleming Schrenk was born in Bavaria in 1876. Yo, anyway. And his name is Johann Schrank. Johann Schrank. 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 Like I took shrunk a new T-shirt and put it in hot water, and honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So there, there's, there's different versions of how he got here, uh, but we know he came alone when he was 13. Sure. I yeah. did that in my room. Yes. <laughs> we all remember the first time stuff came out. Go ahead. <sighs> the he rumors lit. were true, I thought. Do you want me to leave? No, well, I want to talk about the, my dad's here. Can no, I not express no, my nobody, joy over the first ejaculate? Nobody wants this. <laughs> Luke, don't touch those. <laughs> and then after I finish, it shrunk. I'm so close to leaving. You do want me to do stand-up. So he lives in, he, li he lives in, moves in with his aunt and uncle in New York. Okay. Uh, he had never met them until he got here. That's cool. Uh, they were Annie and Dominic Fleming. Okay. Uh, they lived in a tenement above their saloon on East 10th Street. Nice. Uh, so Johan worked in the saloon, and Annie and Dominic treated him very well. They became very close. Like his parents, he took night classes, he learned English. Uh, he just became a huge reader. He just read tons of books on history and government and, he, and the Bible. Like you. Yeah, love the Bible. George Washington became his, his hero. Oh, like his friend. No, his hero. He regularly read several newspapers uh, every day and began writing poetry. In 1895... 
Teddy Roosevelt became president of the Board of Police Commissioners. Bully. So Teddy enforced uh, blue laws uh, because he was trying to eliminate kickbacks to cops. Okay. So on Sundays, cops were stationed outside saloons, which included, included the Flamangs. So it really hurt uh, bar owners. And in Yorktown, 30,000 Germans protested. And Teddy went, and he applauded them, and he laughed at them, kind of mocked them. Uh, then the, a letter bomb was sent to his office. Nice. Uh, that brought Teddy national attention, and within two years, President McKinley named him as uh, Assistant Secretary to the Navy, and he was off to Washington, D.C. Okay, wow. All because um, he mocked some Germans who then bombed him. Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it was basically Real. getting uh, enforcing the blue laws. Right. Yeah. Um, saloon owners, very happy he's gone. So, John, Johan and his family, happy, happy he's gone. right. Now... Johan becomes an American citizen at 21. Uh, he's now officially called John. Nice. Better. Yeah. yeah. More. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Now, yeah. now I like this guy. That's right. Yeah. Dope. He said he got engaged to Elsie Ziegler, who was a 17-year-old factory worker from his neighborhood. Uh, soon after, she was on the steamboat General Slocum, on a Sunday school outing, and a fire broke out uh, when it was off Astoria, Queens, and the shore was all of oil tanks and lumber yards. And uh, the captain tried to steam ahead. Wait, to an wait island. on a fire boat towards oil? It's it's uh, yeah. He didn't want to go to the oil, okay. so he tried to steam Smart. ahead. Smart, good yeah. move. Uh, problem was, um, all the fire hoses were falling apart, and they couldn't get to the lifeboats. And the life preservers, it turned out, were all bad. What do you mean bad? They just didn't work. They have one job. Well, they're... To preserve. Well, these ones were just lives. They were just cushions? Yeah. Like our, our rocks. Rocks? I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, they... no! <laughs> Put this rock on. There you really? go. Good luck. That's all we have. A witness, quote, one by one, they dropped into the water. The ship burned, and uh, it was soon gone. Over a thousand died. Jesus one. Christ. Was Elsie. Wow, I think this is the sweetest this podcast has ever been. Yeah, listen, everyone's like, not now. We're grieving this woman from 150 years ago. What? what? Okay. Okay. Uh, John had to go, uh, he said he was the one who had to go ID her body. And she was, okay. Uh, Sorry, those are not a connected statement. Uh, Elsie's brother, however, said she didn't really know John, and they were just acquaintances, and he didn't ID her body. He didn't? No. That's just what John said. Hmm. Oh. Okay. I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, so a victim memorial was put in Tompkins Square Park, and John would spend hours at the memorial rubbing it and writing poems. I'm okay with half of it. Again, he doesn't the, really... He doesn't know her? He doesn't really know and her. he's rubbing it? I mean, he, they were acquaintances. Like, he, he'd like see he her met around. Her. Right. So... So he's rubbing and writing poems. He's rubbing, he's rubbing her sweet memorial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> All right, buddy. You had enough today. Get out of here. No, no, no. Stop. Hey. 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 I miss my girl. 
Sweet, look. sweet Elsie. Look. Hey. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. Absolutely not. Get out of here. You're done. You crossed the line. No, 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 no. Look. <laughs> we let you rub it for. Uh, sir, sir, sir. I'm not fucking around. Get out of here. No, 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 no. Sir, 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 sir. No. Oh, my sweet Elsie. We never made love. So what? I, I come here. <laughs> no, you won't. And I fuck the memorial. Stop talking and moving. I made it. Enough. I made it. No, you didn't. Or Shut up. Orgasm. No. A little weirdo. Stop. It's Christ. Uh, he said he'd never have another girl. That was his only love. There could be no other, Gareth. Quote, that wouldn't be right to Elsie. You didn't know her. Who he didn't know. Sure. Uh, so the family moved to Yorktown after, a lot of families after the German families after this disaster moved out of the area. Hmm. Um, and then Dominic retired and he sold the bar. Okay. And on September 6, 1901, President William McKinley. Shot. <laughs> it's just because we did it last night. And he didn't know who the fuck McKinley was. You see, guys, President McKinley was assassinated. I really should have. I really should have looked up this guy's name. McKinley, the guy who shot him. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Not so smart now, are you, buddy? Sorry. Uh, he was shot in Buffalo by anarchist Leon. Nice. Uh, so now, Vice President Teddy Roosevelt became... Bully! President. Nice. Uh, so the day after Teddy became president, at 1.30 a.m., mm. John was home. Nice. When McKinley appeared... Dead, dead, dead kid, dead President McKinley? That's right. John, sub, Okay. And pointed at a picture of Teddy Roosevelt. Kill this guy. And said, quote, this is my murderer oh. and nobody else. Avenge my death. <laughs> uh, uh, man, I will hold on. That's a big mm -hmm. bold, that's a bold thing to tell a man. Yeah, I mean. I mean, get... he's just getting over the death of someone he didn't know. That's right. And now the president... The dead president is in your room being like, look, Teddy Roosevelt killed me. You got to kill him. Yeah. Shouldn't and, be too hard. And are you going to say, are you going to say no to a ghost president? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I definitely would. I'd be like, all right. Good luck out there, dude. <laughs> Wait. What you the fuck? He might come back, though. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Sure. All right. So, uh, over the years... John would think about this dream. Years. A lot. McKinley was like, bro, let's go. I just keep wondering what you want. Kill Teddy Ro What? Kill him. 
Huh? Kill Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, it's vague. What? It's vague. It's fake? Vague. A vague? No, it's super... Uh, listen. Listen. Okay. Whoa. John. Yeah. It's me. Hi. Relax. I'll talk for a minute and then you be quiet. Don't take everything I say to heart immediately. Oh. You need to kill Teddy Roosevelt. He killed me. He loves to hunt. Could you be more specific? Kill the president right now. Jesus Christ, it's been three and a half years. <laughs> it's actually been six years. What? This is crazy. Yeah. Let me ascend. Well, his aunt died in November 1907. Teddy Roosevelt did it? No. Oh. And then his uncle died in February 1911, and John is absolutely devastated. Sure. He was now completely alone. He had no friends. He didn't go to a church. He just became more withdrawn, and he would walk alone in city parks or just reading and writing down his thoughts or poems. Okay. He would spend hours and hours at his aunt and uncle's graves. Oh, God. Rubbing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. He moved to an apartment that was near the cemetery so he could be closer to them. Jesus Christ. So he had inherited a tenement in Yorkville. In Yorkville. Um, it came with a $13,000 uh, uh, mortgage. Oh, cool. What a... Wow. What, so what he, is that, today? <laughs> no, that, that was then. Um, so he rented a room in Brooklyn... In a hotel, and he would hang out in a coffee shop, and he would just complain about not having money. Cool. Uh, and he got uh, a porter job at a bar, and then they promoted him to lunch man. And lunch then, man? Lunch man. Wow. <laughs> Finally. And then... I'm lunch man. And then he couldn't do it because it was too hard. <sighs> just a lot of pressure. <laughs> in charge of all the lunches. What if one of the lunches goes wrong? That's on my shoulders. <laughs> well, yeah. You, me too? Yeah. This is an inner dialogue? It's a German bar. Oh, are we German? Yeah. Oh. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> so they demoted him from lunch man. To brunch he... boy. <laughs> and he quit. He quit? What was he demoted to? Uh, he was demoted back to uh, being a porter. To porter. Uh, so he quit, but he also demanded a week's pay. For when he quit. And the owners refused, so he sued them. What? Lunch man versus the pub? Yeah. Wow. Well, porter. Porter. Well, Technically. Sure. Right. And as the, as the trial got closer, he would burst into the defense lawyer's office and demand a settlement. I want my money! <laughs> yeah, basically. Give it to me! <laughs> How do courts work? I haven't read any books about law. <laughs> I've been busy masturbating at my aunt's grave. <sighs> I just found what is owed to me. I was lunch man. Yeah, well, no. Yes, I, mean, I was. A couple of days. Talk about a fall from grace. Well, you were a failure. Yes, but now I have nothing. I must rebuild. I just, just all I do is lament. Just all lamenting. 
You wouldn't understand it. What are you doing? I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> my girlfriend passed away. No, that, okay. Yeah, she was the love of my life. I met her twice. <laughs> I was arrested for humping a grave. Did it come? What? <laughs> ah. Did you make the grave come? That's an urban legend. <laughs> they can't. Well, uh, they can, but... No. You just got to know what you're doing. Look, I'm in the middle of something really tough, so please. <laughs> no bang notes. Uh, so they, every time he burst in, they, they refuse to uh, settle, uh, and the court ends up finding for the owners. Okay. So after that happens, the judge gets a letter. Uh-oh. Quote, you have branded me as a man who lies. By not believing me under oath, I think you have done me a great, monstrous, and incorrectable injustice. I mean to avenge this. You are a judge. What? As that a, part's crazy. As a judge, you ought to right the wrongs of the poor. I have been appointed to see to it that you do not judge other cases. What? Signed, Lunchman. The Avenger. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Signed, The Avenger. So Lunchman was just an origin character. Yes. Now he's fully formed. That's right. The Avenger. And his sidekick, assassinated President McKinley's ghost. <laughs> Dave, let me scooch up on the chair. We've got the Avenger. Lunchman is here. No, the Avenger. Uh, now, John drank for years. Okay, the... so the Avengers kind of like... Uh... Nothing happened with that. He just sent the uh, letter. Let me scoot back. Sorry. It's okay. It was very exciting. Yeah. Do you think he had a whole story planned out in his head and then he just couldn't get to it? Maybe. Like he was making the costume and then he was like... Ugh. Maybe, yeah. He, he probably Jumped off he a couple been... roofs trying to fly. He could have been planning to take out the judge and then he got sidetracked. Right, with booze. So he would drink for years at the, uh, the White House Hotel on Canal Street. In 1912, he moved into a room above the White House Hotel, uh, and each evening he'd go to the bar and drink six or so beers. Nice, yeah. He would Relatable. Read, he would read three papers a day religiously. Uh, on August 11th, 19, 1912, he read about ex-president Teddy Roosevelt who had picked his successor when he left office four years before, and that successor was William Howard Taft. Taft, baby. Taft. Howard Taft. So Taft won, but then Teddy regretted not running for a third term, and so now, in 1912, he decided to go for the Republican nomination. Wait, how did he name him his successor? He just was like, this is the next guy who yeah, should be nominated? Yeah, he basically was like, this is the guy I want you to... Right. He, like, yeah, he, he, he like... He was like, he anointed him. Because he was super popular, right. so... Right, so he was like, this is the guy. Yeah. He's like two of me. Yeah. That's correct. Imagine um, if I randomized into myself full steam. 
Poof. Bam. Taft. So now Taft is president, and Teddy's running against him. Sure. Uh, so Teddy did a, like a train campaign tour. Uh, he won nine of 12 primaries. Okay. Uh, so Taft and Teddy started attacking each other. Okay. And Taft called Teddy a dangerous egotist. And Teddy called Taft a, quote, fathead. They're kind of both calling the other fathead, really, if you think about it. By the way, I want to get a fathead of Taft on my wall. I yeah. think that would be great. Just in my bedroom. Just one of those. <laughs> remember fatheads? You guys remember? All right. Um, that was a fun 10 years. Teddy also said that uh, Taft had, uh, quote, less brains than a guinea pig. Hmm. Now, when he said that, Taft broke down in tears in front of a reporter on a train when he found out. What? What a better time. Oh, man, we should just send Trump back to this time to see what he could do. <laughs> Big fat Taft. <laughs> Big P... Taft doesn't ride the train. The train rides Taft. <laughs> Stuck in a bathtub. <laughs> TLC giving Taft a show. Stop it. Shut up, Taft. Nobody wants to hear it. Caramel tears, Taft. <laughs> Fudgy baby Taft. Oh. Stay puffed, William Howard Taft. <laughs> Gross Taft. <laughs> At the convention. Big old bouncy Taft. Is waiting. Like a man ate a bunch of fanny packs. <laughs> Bacon boy. Sugar titty Taft. <laughs> White sumo. <laughs> Big baby. <laughs> Shut up, fat fuck. <laughs> if sausage were a man, Taft. <laughs> At the convention. <laughs> At the convention, there were claims of fraud. Can't spill Taft without fat. <laughs> so, all these delegates were disputed, and the RNC ends up giving most of them to Taft even though they shouldn't have. Imagine. So it descends into chaos. There's fist fights nice. at the convention. And then Teddy takes his followers, and they go out, and they start a new party, the Progressive Party. Oh, wow. Nicknamed the Bull Moose Party. The what? Bull Moose Party. Sure. Yep. Of course. So... The Republicans are basically splitting into two parties, which obviously would throw the election to the Democrats. Right. Yep. And uh, then they'll get blamed for it. John Schrank really didn't like that. Sure. 
years. He did not like that Teddy was running for a third term because he believed two was the limit. But also, McKinley fucking, like, McKinley's like, this is firing you up? (laughs) Bro, I was in your fucking room eight years ago. (laughs) This motherfucker shot me. It takes a while to get going. No, let's go. Yeah. Fucking... Dude, I need to get into heaven. I needed some motivation. Oh, my God. Kill him. I don't want you to go away. Oh, fuck. Wow. Oh, this is sad as shit. I don't have any, I don't have any friends. Oh, my only stop, friend is stop, a ghost. Stop, stop, A ghost president. Listen, 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 listen. I'm not your friend. I just need your help. You're the only one who's there at night. I just, because I'm asking you to go avenge me. You called yourself the fucking Avenger. Lunch, man. (sighs) Why did I pick you? It's so weird. It's so weird that I picked you. The way it works is I'm allowed to pick one person. And I don't know. There was don't nod. I just picked you for some reason. I know. I'm your guy. Yeah. So fuck it. Do it. You've just been sitting here I weeping and writing I, your dumbass poems. I'm getting. Nobody's to it. reading your stupid poems, dude. I like to think you do. I do. I do. But in a way where I'm like, get going and fucking avenge, avenge. Did you see the one I wrote about you? What? Called. It's called my ghost buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was that finished? It didn't look like it was done. Still my president. Uh, Thank you. But look, like, it's awesome. And I really appreciate it. I just didn't know that was finished. It was really long. No, there was no, it had no form to it and it didn't rhyme which is okay if it's good but this was not it a lot of poems have commas to sort of let you know when the new line starts yours was just continuous half of it was covered in tears and listen just stab Teddy Roosevelt through the you know what I mean Uh, please avenge me I can't keep no Sometimes when, even when you're here, I miss you. Were you five? <laughs> hi. No, stop <laughs> saying hi to me. Um, so two, di- two terms is, in John's mind, sacred. It, it, that's what stopped oppression. And at the same time... That's what stopped oppression? In his mind, yeah. Okay, all right, never mind. So we're in his mind palace. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we just came through a period where people think wearing masks is fascism, so you can understand how a guy might think. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Try to escape for a minute. Uh, Teddy was also attacking the judiciary because he wanted more power to fight monopolies. The New York world called Teddy, quote, the most cunning and adroit demagogue that modern civilization has produced since Napoleon. Shit. And John's simply reading this like, yep. 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 That's true. It was in the paper. I got to stop Napoleon. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That night, John wrote (laughs) to warn Americans. To, okay. Quote, (laughs) 
In the present campaign, for the first time in American history, we are confronted by a man to whom practically nothing is sacred and pretends to stand above tradition. This man abused our Constitution. Is, he wants it amended until it is abolished. This is every uncle's Facebook. Where yes. like, oh. Every single one. Where they're like, I made a bold proclamation, 16 likes, we're on fire. We are moving. Time to start an email. It's called a newsletter. <laughs> we have fully entered fascism. <laughs> he called Teddy. Also, I'll be doing trivia this Thursday <laughs> at Buffalo Wild Wings. He called Teddy, Teddy the third termer. God, this guy, like, it's just... It's not he's, happening. He's worried that Teddy... But is, he doesn't have the, like... It's not catchy. No, it's not catchy. No. It's close. Teddy the third term. It's all T's. Great. So he's worried Teddy, if he loses, is going to incite his followers to violence. Quote, he and the hungry office seekers would not hesitate to take up arms to take by force what is denied him by the people. Then we face a civil war. Sure. Teddy was another Napoleon. Sure. So John wrote this manifesto. Um, and, uh, quote, this is his manifesto. Quote. Oh, shit. Super weird. By the way, if they have records of your manifesto, you did something bad. Yep. <laughs> you made it. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely made it. It worked. Quote, to the people of the U.S., September 15th, 1901, 1.30 a.m. <laughs> Whoa, Jesus Christ. He's had seven beers. <laughs> Post. In a dream, I saw President McKinley sit up in his coffin, pointing at what? a man. Where was this? This is a part of his dream, he's now saying. So he's McKinley's like, just do it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sit up in his coffin, pointing at a man in monk's attire in whom I recognized Teddy Roosevelt. Dude. So far, it's really gone it's astray. It's just so, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, Teddy Roosevelt in a monk's outfit. <laughs> yeah. The dead president said, this, mur this is my murderer. Avenge my death. To prevent is better than to defend. Never let third term party emblem appear in an official ballot. I am willing to die for my country. God has called me to be his instrument, so help me God. Go. Go, then. Go. This is it. This is it. Yeah, well, listen, I don't even remember that. The I don't more know you why. talk, you don't the even less need... I'm out the door. You don't... <laughs> okay, it's my fault. Look. <laughs> you don't need to be writing these things down. Go get him. That reminds me. No, 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 no. No more poems. No more poems. No more manifestos. Jesus Christ. <sighs> now, Teddy Roosevelt is very popular with the working man, and he stopped at train depots and hotels to speak on his campaign tour. Sure. The Secret Service doesn't protect candidates, uh, <laughs> and, and Teddy was always packing. That was his thing. He was always what? Packing. Okay. Uh, John decided to do the deed away from New York because he didn't want do the press the deed? shoot the president. Whoa. Or shoot the wannabe president. Well, uh, hold on. This is big. We're getting there. That's great. I told you he's heading yeah, out the Yeah, no, door. I'm like, finally, my yeah. man. 
Let's um, go. So he doesn't want to do, he wants to do it away from New York because he doesn't want the press to say he'd been hired by Wall Street. Uh-huh. Naturally. <laughs> Fair concern. He borrowed $350 from someone telling him that he had a rich uncle who had died in New Orleans and he had to go there to get the, the, the money. money and then he was going to come back. Amazing bullshit. Probably um, knew it was bullshit. Yeah, just shut up. Yeah, whatever. So if I go see him, then I'll get that, come back, and double your money. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is not about me avenging McKinley. What? He's not my ghost, buddy. McKinley's dead. Probably in heaven. I haven't even met him. We don't sleep together like the Three Stooges in a bed with nightcaps on. No siree. <laughs> I never even met the guy. He's a ghost. I've never met his ghost. We don't have a handshake. There's a lot of things. Very... I just have to go to New Orleans to get your money back. You give me that 350, I go, that, why don't I just go there and get that money from my uncle? Great question. No. What? Give it to me, I'll go get it. Unrelated to McKinley who is dead. And Teddy Roosevelt, even if he had something to do with it, that's not what the money's going towards. <laughs> you sound fucking crazy. I haven't said it. You're <laughs> making up very specific denials that are very weird. I just swear to God, I'm sick of your shit. Wait, what? Are you trying to borrow money? Yes. I need it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Awesome. So he, he, told another, he told his landlord he was visiting an uncle in the Pacific Northwest. So he's not familiar with guns. Um, That's good, right? Seems like a good setup we have here. He went to a Yorkville gun store and asked for a thirty-eight. Nice. Nope. But the Russian roulette model, huh? Yeah. And one bullet. How do these work? But he needed a pistol permit, and he didn't have one. What a wild time. Yeah. Yeah. What a super strange little time we had back then. So he doesn't have one, so the clerk is just like, well, I could take out a screw so the trigger won't work. And then hey, sell you the gun. Hey, 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 clerk, what? I can take I'll meet out, you halfway. I can take out a screw so it doesn't work. Perfect. I'm sure I can't find that screw anywhere. And John said, well, he, he wanted a working gun. Oh, well, then this is not your shop. We're hey. almost guns. You never heard of us? <laughs> Nearly guns and ammo, they call us. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be great. Yeah. So I, you want a working gun? Yeah, the whole... We'll yeah. get you 95% of the way there, but then you're on your own. I need the whole thing to... Yeah, that's I not your to place. shoot a bullet. Yeah. Right? I, I need a bullet right at the president. No, well... I didn't hear that last part, but we don't have fully functional weapons here. Yeah. We're nearly gone. I guns. really, really, really need to kill the president because this ghost what is What I could me. give you is a picture of a gun. <laughs> Would that help? No. Oh, all right. How about a bunch of bullets? Yes. Great. With a gun. Yeah, okay. But uh, nowhere to put the bullets. In the gun. Yeah. Meet me there. God, what a silly negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So he tells the store owner that he's leaving for New York that day. Isn't he's he leaving, in New York? Sorry, he's leaving New York I'm that about day. to head to the big city, my man. You're in New York. Can't wait. What's it like? Don't tell this hayseed. Who <laughs> he gads. He shows the owner the ticket, and then the clerk sells him the gun because he's like, he's leaving town. Yep. All right, maybe it isn't a wild time. <laughs> you swear to God you're not going to kill anyone before you leave town with that thing? Honor system? Fine, here's the screw. So John gets on a steamship to Jacksonville, Florida. He has a suitcase. It has one change of clothes, a razor, two books, his naturalization papers, his deed, papers he'd written, and the gun. (laughs) This is quite a case. One of the papers he'd written uh, is a letter written to Dear Lady... Oh, God. In it, he asked for her forgiveness for making love so abruptly. What? Wait a minute. Now. (laughs) First of all, look. We've all written letters to women we've not satisfied. (laughs) So let's not poke too much fun. I know I've done that before. (laughs) Just roll over as you're smoking the cigarette, and she's like, Jesus Christ, you're like, here. <laughs> this is a form letter. So sorry. <laughs> you bet you didn't know Hallmark made a card for premature ejaculation, <laughs> did you? Here you are. It says, it wouldn't have happened if your tits were so great. Read the end where it says, happy cum hunting. <laughs> So, I just love that it's... Yeah, it's amazing. Dear Lady. Do you think that was written to the woman on the boat that he never banged? Or to another woman that he maybe banged and he was like, oops. It's probably, it's probably a sex... I can't shoot this gun, but boy, did I pop off. <laughs> Wish someone or took maybe, a screw out of me. Maybe he's just got... Maybe he's just got it for the future. He's just like, well, this is going to happen. Manifesting. <laughs> uh, before we start, I think you should read this. <laughs> Forecast calls for a bit of dryness in your area this weekend. <laughs> before we get going, my bad. <laughs> I'd like to start out by saying. Oops. <laughs> Do you know what a start finish is? <laughs> um, so other papers had uh, uh, text like... Did he write some for like really giving it good? Yeah. Just in case. I have them for every occasion. Sorry you orgasmed so much. <laughs> Apologies for our sore pubises. <laughs> Oopsie wrong hole, didn't know. (laughs) I flipped you over so fast. I just, I'm sorry. (laughs) 69ing ain't that great. Uh, Let's. (laughs) Didn't mean to bandit mask you back there. Yes, McKinley was watching. <laughs> Go kill the president. We got this, bud. 
No. Sorry, I kept bringing up McKinley. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry I asked if you minded if my ghost friend took a spin. <laughs> you mind if my man McKinley goes? McKinley. You ever had a ghost some? <laughs> McKinley says he loves your tits. <laughs> McKinley's ready. I didn't say that. I want to ascend. Shh. Oh, for fuck's sake. She's totally into I it. I should have just picked a different guy. I think I went into the wrong apartment. <laughs> you are awful. Lunch man. <laughs> Say, lunch man, enter me. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's a red flag when he put a serviette around his neck. Um, so his papers had uh, things written like, quote, Roosevelt is trying to commit race suicide on the American nation. Whoa, hold the phone. What? And, and two terms is enough for the best president, Washington. Oh, boy, here we go. And Roosevelt's ambition murdered me, McKinley. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so, not a quote. Uh, no. Basically. <laughs> Uh, so the ship stops in Charleston, South Carolina, and while he's there, he grabs a paper to see where Teddy planned his campaign stops. He, why is he en route if he has no clue where he's going? He knows he's in the South somewhere. Okay, all right. Um, and he looks at the papers and he decides, well, I'm going to kill him in Atlanta on the 28th. Jesus Christ. And that's a 300-mile train trip from Charleston. So he gets a room in the Mosley National House. He pays for a whole week because uh, he needs to leave his suitcase there and you couldn't check luggage back then. Wait. Walk me through this. He... <laughs> he got a room for his suitcase? <laughs> Because he couldn't check luggage. And anyway, I shouldn't say that out but loud. Because wait, wait. the fucking hotels will start doing it again. I know, yeah. After what we went through today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but, so, so he's just going to what? Take his gun, basically? Yeah, he's just going to take a, yeah. What he's he going to take his gun, gun and like and, his premature yeah. apology letter and, or whatever. So, yeah, his, his jerk-off his, letters. Yeah, 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 his weird jack letters. And, um, and then just leave the suitcase in the room. But he's, plan he's not coming back. He's planning on coming back. Oh, he's planning on killing Roosevelt and then coming back yeah, and yeah. being like, ah, that was wild. He still has to deliver the letter to Dear Lady. Wait, what do you mean? I think he has that letter because he's going to mail it at some point. <laughs> to who? To dear, the lady that who? he, but he we don't had know the who abrupt she is. sex is it, with. We don't know who she is, though. No, and apparently he doesn't either. He's putting dear, a lot of pressure on the postman. Because he said, dear lady. But at some point... Can you get this to lady? <laughs> You'll know her a, when you see her. There's a sad woman out there. She's yeah. sad. Find a woman who looks unfulfilled. <laughs> there's not a lot of them in this era. Yeah, well, it's all of them. So, uh, so that's a 300-mile train trip from Charleston. Uh, he, got a, he gets the room. He put, leaves a suitcase. Um, and on the tour, there's... Teddy's been on this nationwide tour. There's been threats against him, against his life. Authorities are like, well, they're all, calling, they're all coming from the, the workers of the, the IWW. The, uh -huh. the Wobblies right. are doing it. Dirty, dirty, dirty commies. Yeah. In Los Angeles, Teddy's train had been met by three cars of plainloads uh, cops wielding shotguns. 
And now he, uh, he was in Joplin, Missouri, where he was driven down the street, standing in a convertible, singing, There'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. That was a Rough Rider song that he liked to sing on the campaign Listen, tour. It's a low bar now for who you're going to vote for. I, I would give in. <laughs> I would cave. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. There's going to be a hot one tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where his glasses? Uh, they went off like blocks ago. <laughs> 20,000 people came to see Teddy speak at the stadium. In San Jose, a man had gotten in two into the presidential race, and he bought, he brought a chicken to live in his house. Well, okay. Hold and, on. Let's all process a little bit. Okay. He and, was so into it, he brought a chicken. And said he'd written out the will of God, which he'd let Teddy read to the people once he was president. He... <laughs> is, there, is that it? That's the whole deal. And the chicken wrote uh, the letter, or he's just... It was just part of his... The chicken, he's just like, I got so, Also, I have a chicken. Yeah, so he, In case you're worried about where this is coming from, I do have a chicken with me. We share space yeah. and a turlet. Yeah. Uh, and he was put in a mental hospital. Why? According... Were there any flags? According to our author uh, Gerard Helfrich, quote, another victim of the fevered presidential campaign. So, so excited. Yeah. yeah he bought a chicken. He... House chicken. Like, uh, yeah, he has a, a chicken that he lives house, with. House, house. And he, and he said after Roosevelt wins, he'll introduce him to God. Uh, he, he, he'd written out the will of God. And will he'd of give God. it to Teddy to he, read to the people. Right. The, God's will? Yeah. <laughs> the it's idea. All... Uh, <laughs> God so having a will is amazing. It's... And to Jesus, <laughs> my rock. And my boy died for all those sins. You get all the rocks. Yeah, my boy. Uh, so John gets on a train. He just, just has his manifesto and the 38. Sure. And he goes to Augusta and gets a room at the Planters Hotel under the name Walter Ross. Okay. Teddy would be in Atlanta in two days, and John is going to take care of him there. But then he decides, looking at the schedule, he'll do it in Birmingham before Atlanta. Oh, he's got the itch. He got the itch, so yeah. he goes there. Uh, but Teddy's train skips Birmingham. Son of a bitch. And it's just stopping in small towns. So John jumps on the train to rush back to Atlanta. He arrives 30 minutes before Teddy's train arrives. <laughs> oh, thank God. <sighs> Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hi. Hi, pardon. I just want to have a good seat. I'm McKinley's roommate. Stop saying that. <laughs> Christ. Pardon. The chicken guy's like, hey, <laughs> some of us have been waiting. <laughs> Easy, clucks. Um, so Teddy's supposed to speak at the Atlanta Auditorium and Armory. So he gets there. It's already sold out. It's too late to get inside. So John waits in the crowd on the street. He didn't plan this great. He's planning it fine. I don't think so. A lot of on-the-fly mistakes. I'll go to Birmingham. Shit, I'll go to Atlanta. He's sold out. Fuck. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, he waits on the street. 
Okay. And then he sees Teddy arrive and go in. Uh, inside, the crowd cheers, and the band played Onward Christian Soldiers as the audience sang along. Uh, and as the speech went on, John kind of crept closer and closer to the building. Oh, to the building. Yeah. So, so people are outside. Yeah, it's fully packed right. on the street. Uh, inside, two Wilson voters heckled Teddy and chanted, Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. And so Teddy started going after the hecklers. Nice. And the crowd goes nuts. Nice. Probably a good clip for Instagram. Yeah. And then someone yells that he should not have tried to get the GOP nomination, and people are cheering, and there's hissing. Now, there's a guy, there's a Bull Moose guy, M.T. Mm -hmm. Floyd, and he's by the stage. Bull Moose, he, Bull Moose like him, though. Teddy. The Bull Moose party. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not a, not a Bull Moose. Well, I mean, I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd love to see con the conception. <laughs> Oh, it's my guy. <laughs> uh, a man next to Floyd with a, quote, moon-shaped face. What? Like that guy from the McDonald's commercials? <laughs> That's right. Wow. Uh, he seems really agitated, the moon-faced moon guy. Moon guy? Moon-faced guy. He then tries to climb up on the stage, and moon Floyd, Floyd tells Moonface to back off. Hey, relax, Moonface. You, only, he, you shouldn't come out at night. But he keeps trying. So Dude, Floyd finally just punches him in his moon face. Jesus. And drops him. And the cops grab moon face and carry him out. Okay. So John has now made it to the front. But because of everything that was going on inside, yeah. Teddy goes out the side door. Bastard. Fucking moon face. So now, John jumps on a train for Chattanooga, where he's going to arrive at 9.30 p.m. And he gets there, and the street is closed to traffic at the depot. Okay. And cops are holding back a large crowd, and John goes over and stands in front of the cars, the cars that are there to get Teddy when he gets there. Uh-huh. What's up, dollopers? This is Gareth. Uh, Gareth from the dot. You get it. Listen, shout out to the Garmy, Gareth Army. I've got some U.S. dates coming up. I will be at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, or Raleigh, I forget which one you guys are stuck to, North Carolina, December 21st through the 23rd, five shows. And then December 29th and 30th, I'll be in Rutherford, New Jersey at Bananas Comedy Club. I'm calling on the Garmy. Come out. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Go to Gareth Reynolds. Dot com for tickets and information. Also, listen to my new podcast called We're Here to Help. Got a new podcast, We're Here to Help, Jake Johnson. Thank you, Garmy. Hashtag Garmy. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. And he just gets in front. There's not really a crowd over there. Okay. Interesting. The cops are like, that's fine. Um... <laughs> 
hey, uh, the guy just standing in front of the car staring at him. Yeah, uh, but he's the only guy. Okay. So um, the way this works is... <laughs> the guy talking to... Well, he's talk, it's like he's talking to someone, but there's no one there. Where'd you get your shoes? Oh, these are Red Wings. Nice. <sighs> uh, the guy... How many push-ups do you think I can do? 14. 38. Double plus 10. Go. Shit. I did them earlier, so I'm sore. (laughs) (laughs) So, Teddy comes out of the depot. He's waving his hat at the crowd. Hello, where are my glasses? Whoopsie. That was a stupid look. Now, he always has convertibles. Sure. Smart. Again, his... a trend that stopped eventually for some reason. Yeah, that did stop. <laughs> Had a good run. And, uh, and he always would stand up and wave Hello. as the car drives. Hey. So he gets in the car, stands waving. The car drives right toward John within 10 feet of him. Jesus Christ. And he does nothing. What a fucking... What a bitch. What? You can just hear McKinley go screaming. Now, 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 now. What the fuck? <laughs> 12 years, John. I Three terms. I Jesus Christ. So I saw him. John, stop. And I saw his John, big old. John, stop. I saw his big old mustache. You are all talk. And I thought. John, shut up. I don't want my buddy McKinley to go away. Oh, my God. Come on. You're my ghostie. No, I have to be returned to the wild where I belong. What does that even mean? Just think about it like I'm an injured fawn. You've gotten me ready to go. Now it's time for me to leave. I can't be domesticated. I was the fucking president. Get me out of here, shithead. Don't yell at me. Oh, God. I just, I just, I literally just went, someone in that apartment will probably do it. And then this has just been a living hell. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) You and your weird poems. Your lady letters. (laughs) He was right there, dude, in a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't going to get sweeter than that. I mean, he was showing where his head was. You know who's... Flaunting and taunting. You know who's sweet, though? Stop. Ugh. You are. Wait a minute. Am I lady? (laughs) You fucking incels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you weird little men. Just... Go get laid. Come on. This is bananas. If you... Stop. No. Take care of me. No. I'll take care of Teddy. (laughs) I told you, my hands can't grab things. Otherwise, I'd take the fucking gun and do it myself. You didn't say anything about your mouth. This is. This was just like the simplest little plan. 
12 years. <sighs> yeah, you sigh. You, you must be exhausted. <laughs> so, John books a room in Chattanooga. He, he, has, he didn't shoot him, but he's still, he, he's not done. Well, he's he, still like, he I, need, I need to kill him. I got to kill him. He's still, he's still got to right. kill him. Now, now that I got the butterflies out of the way, let's move. Dress well, rehearsal over, opening night. He says it's clearly not meant to be in Chattanooga. If it was, yep. if it was destined to if be, it, it would have happened. there, it would have happened. Yeah. Yep. Bingo. Even uh, though he's in charge of all that. Yep. Right. But still, didn't happen there. Wasn't meant to be. That's right. Yep. So Teddy uh, takes a campaign break. He goes back to New York. He does a little time in D.C. <laughs> John was in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. But he's not going to shoot him there. Why? Because he doesn't want the people to think that he's attached to Wall Street. That's right. <laughs> this guy... This guy cares about Wall Street. <laughs> so... Um, there's like a hearing. Uh, the de- both Democrats and Republicans want to smear Teddy, so they they do like a. It's called the clap committee, where they t- try to smear him for being corrupt. Um, so Teddy, uh, sorry, John heads to Evansville, Indiana. He doesn't know where Ted Teddy's going next, and that's like a central location in the country. He really, this planning is not great. It's great. <laughs> now he left his suitcase six days ago, yeah. and he had only cleaned his shirt once, and bought new underwear once. So he's not, he's not looking great at this point. Um, so he went to the Sterling Hotel, <clears throat> and the manager thought he was uh, uh, maybe on drugs. He was a little bit off. There was a room available, but he said, maybe not for uh, you, because it's on the third floor. And John said, quote, don't judge me by my appearance. All I want is a clean bed. Uh, he said he was from New York and he'd been traveling to learn about the United States. <laughs> he registered under the name John Fleming. And that night he had six beers in the hotel saloon. For his nice. entire stay, he left his room in the morning, never ate at the hotel, and then came back at night and had some beers. Okay. Teddy announced his new campaign tour. Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Maryland, New Jersey. Wisconsin, huh? Wisconsin. A great state by a great lake. Texas of the north. No. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Sorry. Home of Scott Walker. Boo. <laughs> but also, fuck you. <laughs> Great empire of Foxconn. Yeah. Uh, by the way, no, no, no. <laughs> Give it a shot. I got a good feeling about Foxconn. <laughs> That's where your little janky iPad probably came from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask yeah. It you where you are. Um, so Taft is now calling Teddy a despot. Quote, Mr. Roosevelt and his followers in their tendency would do away completely with the Constitution formed by the Fathers of the Republic. That would be a monstrous form of despotism that quickly would utterly destroy our liberties and lead to the establishment of a monarchy, probably by a referendum of the people themselves. Anyway, not, yeah. much, has, not, not much has changed. Well, you look like if Golden Corral was a man. <laughs> Thank you. Enough a Taft. 
President Balloon. Big old Taft, Michelin Taft. McDonald's man. <laughs> so John now went to Chicago. And he went to the train station where Teddy's train was scheduled to stop, but nobody was there hmm. because Teddy's train had been switched and was now going to Central Station. So now and he was right there. He was? He was like 10 feet away from him, yes. but now he's like, so his train is now, oh shit, okay. Yeah. As McKinley's like, Ugh. Um, so. You okay? Now, yeah. You had a burp? I had a hiccupy thing. Yeah. So John went to Teddy's hotel and he stands in front. <laughs> Looking like this. Hello. I'm a bellboy. Hi. And, and Teddy arrives. Hello. Extra, extra. Newspapers will have something on them soon. But John did not have his gun. What? There's Don't a good reason. No. There's a good reason. Well, they fell off his nose? He'd read, he read that this city was planning a... Really nice reception. I don't think this guy wants to do it. So it would be wrong to kill Teddy in front of all the nice people who That's... came out for the reception. <laughs> think about McKinley's it. McKinley's probably like trying to drown himself now. Like, <laughs> can a ghost re-die? Is that possible? Well, I don't want to do it in front of all those people. <laughs> So why is he there? Why is he there? Why is he there? Why is he there? In a bathroom. Why is he there? He's though? gonna do it just Nobody not in does front of people. Gun. And not at a cool event. Then don't fucking go. They planned a rad party, man. But just what you need the gun and him need to be there together. That's you've, those are two elements that must coexist in order for this to occur. You've really lost your shit when you're saying, quote, Listen. gun and him need to be there together. I'll just send the gun in my stead. <laughs> and I'll just go to the bar and drink nine beers. Gun and man together. <laughs> Gareth Reynolds. Yeah, hey, it's a fair thought. So Teddy has two speeches planned in Chicago that night. So he's gonna get him in one of the speeches. He is. Does he have the gun? Yeah, he'll get the gun. Don't you he'll talk get the to gun. me like He's that. He's going to kill him, man. Yeah, okay. The first is at the Coliseum. Do it here. So John waits in the crowd, out front. Once again, Teddy goes out the side door. Thwarted. Just go to the side door. <laughs> now, Teddy's been out campaigning for a while, and uh, he's exhausted. Sure. His voice is starting to fall apart a little bit. Uh-huh. So doctors make him rest and, and have him cancel speeches. <laughs> so the next big speech is in Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, seriously, not that excited. No. Okay. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So John gets on another train, goes to Milwaukee. Mm. Now, once there, because he's trying to take it easy... If this guy has a drinking problem and he goes to Milwaukee's... <laughs> Wait, what? I'm home! Had... I'm home! Hey, uh, you ever had a deep-fried beer? <laughs> what? Yeah! You can fry a beer! You can? Oh, yeah! 
McKinley's like, motherfucker, listen to me. Uh, you ever had a Milwaukee car bomb? <laughs> no. Oh, that's where you drop a Schlitz into a Blatz. <laughs> Give it a whirl. Stick around for a while. Okay. How about a sausage filled with beer? It's called a brat thirst. <laughs> oh. How about a kill the President Bassa? <laughs> yeah. Presidential candidate. You know who loves this town? Taft. <laughs> <laughs> so, trying to take it easy, Teddy plans when he gets to Milwaukee, have a quiet dinner alone, and then go to the auditorium for the speech. Sure. Um, but a man from the Wisconsin Progressive Committee gets on the train and begs Teddy to go to a dinner that they had planned. Okay. A.O. Gerard also got on the train. He was uh, an ex-Rough Rider who had fought with Teddy and once been Teddy's bodyguard. Okay. So Teddy asks him to hang out with him while he's in Milwaukee. Okay. John is across the street from Teddy's hotel in a saloon. This guy's, this commitment is not great. And he's got all these... I'll get drunk before I shoot him. <laughs> He's got all these newspapers in his pockets because he's always reading papers, and, and they're, like, sticking out. So he tells the bartender he's a journalist. I'm a, I, this is how we You dress. can tell because I have a bunch of papers other people wrote. <laughs> hey, why do you use your posse and give a journalist a couple of beers for free? It'd be great. <laughs> now, Teddy's doctor tells him he needs rest, but... There's a lot of pressure for Teddy to go to this dinner because it's all the local guys who are working on the campaign. Sure. And, and then one of them says, well, if you don't go, the guys will be disappointed. So Teddy agrees. That's he it? Says, quote, Teddy says, quote, well, I want to be a good Indian. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> well, Teddy, <laughs> let's talk about that at a different time. <laughs> That'll take a while. The doctor had to be assured there would be no, no crowd for Teddy to push through. So he's like, he's got to be able he to walk. He is unable to push through crowds for a while. <laughs> Teddy, you can do very little, and, but you can go have this dinner, but no pushing through. Your That's body will not be able to take it. Yes, I'm the bully push, push crowder. It, but no, you can't do it. Think of I your glasses, go. boy. Oh. It'll fall right off. Oh. Your shoulders are both separated from crowd shoving. <laughs> Sweet God, man. If he pushes through one more crowd, he'll die. That's it. That's it for him. So John keeps drinking while Teddy's in the hotel. And well, I, I guess I'll do one more. <laughs> I'll do one more. <laughs> and then he asks the band. There's a band in the in the John bar. does? Kenny Roosevelt's got to die soon. Two, three, four. Let's go. I, I got him a journalist. I don't know if anybody could tell that I am obviously involved in the newspaper industry. Just uh, for uh, for newspapers, I have. So he asked the band to play the Star Spangled Banner. Do me a favor. We play the national anthem real quick. <laughs> Which but, was weird, and but uh, they did it. Like, if I could close your tab, dude. And as I the, play a little bar, dice. 
As the band played the Star Spangled Banner, John danced a little jig. Can you, I can't help picturing. Can you go back to his outfit a few pictures ago? Because every time I just picture this, every moment is this is what I picture: newspapers out of the pocket, going up to the band like, "You play this just make a real quick." That'd be awesome. Nobody's ever danced to this song before. Hey, you want another one? What? You want another one? Yeah, even more. Shut the fuck up. Respect this bitch. That's right. Flag waving. Flag going everywhere. Picture that shit. I'm climbing the flagpole up to the stars and bars. I grab it and I take the flag and I lay it down on a bed and finish super early and give it a letter. <laughs> Brave. I'll do one more. Hey, Andrevin. He then ordered around for the bar, and at 8 p.m., he headed to the front of the hotel. All right, I'm sorry, I gotta close this tab. I'm gonna go kill Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> and once there, he pushed his way to the front of the crowd. Push me, push me. Excuse me, push. Push me, push. Excuse me. I had to kill him. Now, Francis Davidson, who was the Milwaukee Party chairman, had met with police ahead of time about security, and uh, he said they were, quote, disturbingly nonchalant. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine, dude. Chill. <laughs> we got you, dude. This guy keeps going on and on. Yeah, you're a fucking rambler. He'll be fine, bro. As Teddy's group walked out of the hotel, the huge crowd cheered, and the cars pulled up front, there was one cop stationed there. <laughs> I'm on a break. <laughs> uh, Gerard told people to get away from the car, and Teddy got in, and then he stood and waved his hat. Right in front of the car, John pulled his gun and shot at Teddy's head. Teddy saw the flash, he heard the shot, and then he fell back against the seat, and he raised his hat and smiled. And then he slumped. This is a very confusing moment. I'm dying of embarrassment for the guy who missed me. Uh, Elbert Martin was next to John, and he jumped onto John as John was aiming again. And he threw John face down and started strangling him. I'm a journalist. McKinley's like, Carter, choke the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> you kill this man. You kill this man. You kill this man. End it. Who gets this drunk before an assassination? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Gerard yelled at Martin to give him the gun, but Martin was not going to stop the choking. Quote, I'll be damned if I do. <laughs> I love the quotes from back then. Yeah. Two cops, two cops moved in, but the press secretary pulled his gun and told the cops if they took another step, he'd kill them. So Whoa. they backed off. All right, relax, buddy. We're, nobody wants a fight. He then pointed his gun at the crowd and told them to back off, and they did. 
An immigrant named Frank Bukowski had been besides... That's right. Perfect. (laughs) Had been beside John. He hit his arm when the pistol was raised, then jumped on him and yelled, quote, Kill him! Kill him! Kill the scoundrel! A cop thought he meant Teddy and clubbed Bukowski on the head. No, that's right. (laughs) Problem averted. (laughs) Bukowski's dead. Yeah. Shouldn't have crossed me. Henry Cochums was with Teddy. So he asked Teddy if he was okay, and Teddy said, quote, He pinked me, Harry. Oh, shit. The crowd chanted, quote, kill him, kill him, kill him. Nice. <laughs> so Teddy stood and said, don't kill him, bring him to me. What the fuck is happening? And they pulled John over to Teddy, and then Martin held John's face, so it was pointed up to Teddy's face. What? And Teddy stared into his eyes. Jeez. I'm taking your soul. <laughs> McKinley's like, uh, again. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. 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 He then told the cops to take John away and make sure he wasn't hurt. So, okay. So Teddy then said, "Take him to the auditorium for the speech." What he's so, okay. Teddy's was not hit at all. The doctor asked to see his wound. Others told Teddy he had to go to the hospital, and Teddy said, I'm fine. Quote, you get me to that speech. It may be the last one I shall ever deliver, but I'm going to deliver this one. What the fuck? Teddy then stood and told the crowd he was going to the hall. His brains are falling out of his head. We're going to do the speech, and we're going to be real We got this. All right. Molly. As the car drove, Teddy still refused to let the doctor see the wound. He shouldn't be driving. Harry had somehow gotten the gun, and he showed it to Teddy. And then another man noticed a hole in Teddy's overcoat and said, You've been shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Teddy, quote, I know it. You don't got to tell me. Ah, you don't got to tell me. It's my organ. This coat's ruined. (laughs) Teddy then opened the coat, and his vest was bloody. Jesus Christ. He was going to give a speech? Come on now. At this point... I probably can't push through the crowd, though. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor's orders. That's it. At this point, Teddy went pale. Again, everyone wanted to go to the hospital, but Teddy refused. No, come on. When they got to the auditorium, a campaign guy walked up and asked Teddy if they could hold for a bit because they need to collect more donations. So, I mean, I know you're in a rush. Um, Can we hold for 25? This is what Teddy said. Quote, well, Mr. Young, Mr. Well, Mr. Bloodgood... Is that his name, or yes. Teddy's just, okay? No, that's his name. The irony. Well, Mr. Bloodgood, I guess that's all right. You know, I've been shot. We know. I've, 
We know. I've got a bullet in me right now, but yeah. I'm going to make that speech if it's the last thing on earth I do. Absolutely, and nobody wants it to happen faster than us, Ted. We just need about another 25. <laughs> uh, we really do. We want to make sure we get all the donations in. It's just, it's, and people are still kind of mulling around. Okay. And this is Milwaukee. They'll be up at the bar for a while. We want them to be all seated. <laughs> so just give us a minute. But we are so excited. You are gushing. Um, so just give us a minute. We'll yeah. just get it together. And um, one okay. of your eyes won't open. But um, oh, hang in there. I am sleepy. <laughs> I bet you are. You look tuckered out. Yeah. You are as white as a sheet. You I, are, yes. Yeah, it I've is. I've been bleeding for a while. Yeah, no, it is. It's real bad. Boom moose. Okay, a bunch of it just squirted out when you pushed uh, like sorry. that. That was crazy. Uh, yeah. Bit of a geyser, huh? Uh, look at that. That's when I get excited. Yeah, I got a bunch on me. Oh, gosh. Um, there's something else I was going to tell you. I'm here. Hold, hold on, I'll remember it. Oh, God. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, ah, nothing. <laughs> you are not conscious. Hello. Hey, welcome back. Now, have I talked to you? Yes, I'm blood good. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know, it's true. You know, I, I, was out at, uh, I was out in the street, and I sucked a man's soul out through his eyes. We heard about that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. This is an incredible way to die, probably. Yeah. I think that bought me extra time. Yeah. We do need to hold for an additional 10. Okay. Sorry. So, Teddy finally lets the doctor examine him, and he had a jagged wound a half inch across below his right breast. Mm. They asked if there were any other doctors in the hall, and two came back. So now, the three doctors uh, talked to Teddy, and he says he's feeling no pain. I'm good. They told him not to make the speech. I and, got this. And so, Teddy then asked for a clean handkerchief... And put it over the wound. Quote, now, gentlemen, let's go in. There we go. That ought to do it. Whoop, look, it goes in like it's a magician. <laughs> That's crazy. Is that a dove feather? So then he goes out on stage to make the speech. Harry tells the audience Teddy has been shot. So listen, tonight is a really crazy night. <laughs> Teddy's dying. Teddy Roosevelt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, when he said Teddy had been shot, the crowd hissed, and one man yelled, fake, fake. Oh, man. With a Q sign. <laughs> so, fake. So Teddy opened his coat to show his bloody vest, and people gasped, and women Jeez. screamed. Why is he doing this? <laughs> this is psychotic. Yeah. Teddy, quote, I do not know whether you fully understand that I have been shot, but it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. And the crowd went nuts. <laughs> if that was Taft, that would be fudge coming out of him. <laughs> or saltwater Tafty. Thank you. Leave him alone. <laughs> You're among friends. Teddy took out his speech from out of his breast pocket. There were two Dear holes. Dear lady, what the fuck is... That's the wrong one. There's two holes in every page. Oh, my God. 
laid down for securing doesn't trust bullet hole laborers would meantime they would be put to disadvantage bullet hole to the crew. <laughs> uh, he said the bullet was still in him so it wouldn't be a long speech. <laughs> Forgive me if I cut this short, and I mean life. <laughs> he had a hard time breathing. He, hey. couldn't, he couldn't say really long sentences. What is he doing? An older woman said they all wanted him to sit, and Teddy thanked her but said he didn't mind. I'm fine. At one point, he staggered, and the doctor rushed over, but Teddy told him, quote, I'm not sick at all. I'm all right. Let me alone. Oh my God. I, didn't, I didn't think you were sick. I thought you might have a... A, a bullet in you. Oh, like stop. <laughs> At 35 minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> what is he doing? I'd be like, I am no longer voting for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is his plan? At 35 minutes in age, seeing Teddy was pale and weak, went out and asked him to stop. And Teddy uh, said, quote... No, sir, I will not stop until I have finished this speech. You can't stop me. Nobody can stop me. Well, oh, the guy I think you. that guy who shot you might have done it. Yeah. Okay, where was I? <laughs> A few minutes later, the doctor walked over and tried to get him to stop, but he kept going. Stop it. At 45 minutes, Jesus Christ. he turned and asked how long he had been speaking. How many longer, how many longer do we do? Do we go a lot more longer? Quote, very well, I will speak for 15 minutes more. Why didn't you fucking lie to him? An hour 30. <laughs> really? Yeah, you finished. 45 minutes. Oh, that's it? Contractually, I have to do an hour. <laughs> the crowd laughed and clapped. Yay, we're watching a man die. Yay. After 80 minutes, he what stopped. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Why? 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 80 minutes. And now I'm going to do some of my old speech stuff. <laughs> fucking riffing. I'm a rough riffer. After, when he was done, the crowd surged. Everyone was trying to touch him. And two hey, Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a handkerchief. The fuck? Uh, bully. <laughs> what? The cops fought them off as he was put into the car and he was taken to Johnson Emergency Hospital. Teddy talked the whole time. Doctors wanted him to stay overnight, but he refused. No, no, no. Don't be ridiculous. Overnight? I've just been shot. Good Lord. What do you... I have a dinner. It's not the flu. Phone calls and telegrams were now pouring into the hospital. His eyeglasses, his eyeglass case, also oh. had a bullet hole. Wow. So it was the folded speech and the case that slowed down the bullet enough. Oh, wow. Um, a mob formed around the police station that was holding John, and they chanted, lynch him, kill him. John told the police, quote, I wanted to put him out of the way. A man that wants a third term has no right to live. <laughs> Is he dead? No, he did a 90-minute speech. <laughs> McKinley, like, uh, she had him. You had to have nine beers. 
Why'd you buy a round of shots? He then explained to the cops that McKinley had told him to do it, and it was his duty as a citizen. Uh, he <laughs> oh, took, okay. He took a photo in uh, the jail, but he refused to do it in the cell. He would only do it out of the cell. And the cops were like, all right, deal. Well, this is... So we want to get a good one for you. This is a time where that's... Say Tinder. That's worth money. You can sell it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's a, they sell, like, you sell cards. Like trading cards? Yeah, yeah, it's like a thing. <laughs> normal, normal place. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So they put Teddy on to a train to Chicago that night. Isn't it crazy that even after he'd been shot, he didn't want to stay in Milwaukee? He arrived at 3 a.m. and was taken to Mercy Hospital, and, um... Theodore Roosevelt shot by crank in Milwaukee Street. It's a good headline. Hot, not serious, this message sent by Mrs. Roosevelt. Avenger assailant calls himself. What his opponents say of the attack on Mr. Roosevelt. Uh, Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Should have shot a little bit higher. Yeah, I mean, they must have been freaking out because he, because he got shot and then gave a speech. They must have been worried that people would vote for him because of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why he was probably doing it, right? Yeah, I would think yeah, so. Yeah, he's like, I'm so tough. Yeah. Um, it's like when Trump looked at the eclipse. <laughs> Or when Biden went downstairs. <laughs> Our heroes now. Uh, Roosevelt shot in the chest, gives 90-minute speech. Trump walked down slippery ramp. <laughs> well, now we have a president that's basically McKinley's ghost. <laughs> hey, k- 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 come on, okay. <laughs> uh, we got this. We got I love guy. when he just walks off the best. in the middle of speech. The best. <laughs> yeah. Roosevelt gave an 80 minute speech shot. Biden, six minutes into his speech, is like, I gotta go make poo poo. <laughs> I, I go make poo poo and die die. Come on, stop everybody. Leave it alone, relax. Oh, shit. We're <laughs> fucked. Um, he, he arrives, Teddy arrives in Chicago at 3 a.m., he's taken to the Mercy Hospital. Um, about a hundred telegrams an hour are arriving at the hospital. Okay. The next morning, John is taken, uh, being taken to court, uh, but he objects. I object to being taken to court. Yeah, you can't do that. Sustained. Well, he objected because during the struggle after the shooting, he had lost his hat. I'm afraid I can't go anywhere. Uh, you know the rule of today. <laughs> I'll be mocked. <laughs> What of a hat? What are you crazy? Uh, McKinley th- told me to kill that guy, and I think you're nuts. <laughs> they found an old hat in the station for him to wear, and they took him to court. All right, better. In the court, the prosecutor showed the judge Teddy's bloody shirt and the gun, and John pleaded guilty. Uh, so the max sentence is 15 years. It's a huge story. Martin, uh, the guy who jumped on him and started strangling him. Whoa, there we go. Way better. He, Hello. He, he became a national hero. Um, so it's, it's such a huge story that a nurse in the hospital received 11 marriage proposals. 
What? And another got eight. Wait, what do you mean? Because, because they're, they're interviewing like, Whoa. everybody and trying to talk to everybody that's around. And so, and so they're probably putting nurses' photos in the paper. The nurse, whatever, said this. And guys are just like, I'll marry that one! Oh. Woman! Oh, yeah. I mean, always. Yeah, I saw you in the paper. You're yes. mine! No, no, no. No, I'm merely a nurse. I just gave an interview. So stop uh, shaking so much. Thank you. We're I'm, married now. I'm already married to someone else. I read your name in the paper. I it's am le- already. It's a legal marriage. It is not. That's not how it works, and I'm spoken for. Jesus Christ. Bring her face over here. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. Sir, sir, do not make the fists and then point. Stop it. No. No. I will not be married to a man like you, ever. Stop. I read your fucking name. It's super crazy that you think that matters. That's how it's always worked since uh, no, Bible times. No, I'm afraid that's disgusting. I've already proposed to this woman. I, too, saw her in the paper <laughs> and have decided that'll do for me. Men. <laughs> um, so John still doesn't know if Teddy's dead or not. No one's telling him. What a weird twist. <laughs> did, it, did I do it? We're not going to tell you. Yeah. How about that? How about that? That's your punishment. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. A reporter asked him what he thought was going to happen, and John said, quote, I don't care a damn about the electric chair. If they bring one in here now, I'll sit in it, and they can go as far as they like. Well, you'd have to sit in it, and they would. <laughs> That's the electric chair. They could double electric it. I don't give a shit. No, no, it's like a ton of it already. Keep fucking electrifying me. Yeah, no, no they would. Shit. That's what they would it. do. No, that's the whole point of it. Bring it. It's called an electric chair. I'll sit in a fucking chair. As you will have to. And then they can fry me all you fucking. You are year. literally stating the premise of the device. <laughs> Bring it. It's its intent. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I don't think you've done anything. I think I did. Okay. A new prisoner finally told John that Teddy was alive. Fuck, McKinley's going to be furious. (laughs) Going to be? Oh, hello, friend. Fuck! I know. God fucking fuckity fuck shit fuck! Yeah. You fucking fuck shit fuck fuck! I just, he had those glasses. You had like 19 beers and... Dance to the fucking Star Spangled Banner like a moron. I shoot better after a couple. You fucking, fucking idiot fuck. Look, look, look. You're mad. I'm mad. We're mad. We're on the same page here. Come on. I fucking shot him. I'm eternally stuck on this goddamn planet with you. Together. No, fuck. Together. Forever. Together. Oh, say are we friends? Well, fuck that I should think God damn that it. we are. <laughs> I'm sorry I missed him at that weird car. And now we're best buds for the rest of our lives. We don't need women. We are each other's wives. 
And a handshake we'll make, and it'll be super great. And if anyone wants to hang out, we'll say no, my friends McKinley or me, John. Oh, say will we sleep in the same bed at night. I don't sleep, I'm a ghost. I'm afraid that I had beers in jail. (laughs) So... When John found out that Teddy was alive, he told the deputy he wanted the bullet back because it was his property. I'm afraid I'll see him in court. (laughs) Oh, I'll sue you. (laughs) Quote, in after years, when I am regarded as a hero, that bullet will be valuable, and I want it to go to the New York Historical Society. I want the gun to go to it also. Sure. Uh, that the uh, yeah. So Teddy returned to Oyster Bay to heal. He did one final speech of the campaign at Madison Square Garden, and he was clearly in pain. So when he went out to give that speech, the audience applauded for forty-five minutes before letting him speak. Also, so stupid. Just so what the stupid. Fuck? That's like at can when they're like, ah, oh, yeah, just, fuck just it. oh, we get okay. it. Yeah, you we like don't it. need to do thirty minutes of this shit. Yeah. Uh, didn't matter. Woodrow Wilson won the election, and Republicans blamed Teddy. Wow. John said he hoped Teddy would testify on his behalf at the trial. I would really love to ask him to. <laughs> Is that crazy? Quote, the entire case rests with Roosevelt. I know if he will come here and speak for me and adopt a broad view on the matter. I will get a light sentence. His word will settle the whole matter. Yeah. That would totally help you. <laughs> At the same time, the, uh, the jail guys, uh, the guards, said that uh, said John was like the, the nicest prisoner they'd ever had. Aww. Um, but the trial did not happen. Doctors concluded John was suffering from insane delusions and that he was unable to confer with his lawyers. So he was committed to the Northern Hospital for the insane near Oshkosh, Wisconsin. John said he was sane. Sure. They always oh, said. so it's crazy I talked to a ghost? Yes. Fuck. They're going to give you pills to get rid of me, which is awesome. <laughs> One reporter wrote that John and his supposed victim were working together. He said the shooting was a, quote, put-up job, and that Teddy was shot... With a dried pee, not a bullet. It could be verified by what? an X-ray. <laughs> Who's this guy? This is just. Hey, the... uh, we're gonna need you to go where John is. If that's cool. <laughs> it wasn't a bullet at all. It was a dried pee. Just put on these glasses. <laughs> this is just proof that these guys have always been here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. John had written a long uh, defense while in his cell, expecting a trial. Quote, I wish to apologize to the community of Milwaukee for having caused on October 14th last great excitement, most bitter feelings and expenses. So that happened on October 14th. So we're right on the anniversary. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. What are we going to do for it? (laughs) 
That guy's on Schlitzer. his phone. Yeah, that guy's on his phone. Hey, shithead. Um, <laughs> the treatment at the insane hospital was fresh air, natural light, labor, games, and recreation. Jesus. John? Imagine having a system like this. Yeah. John kept trying to get his gun back until a George ordered it be given to Teddy. John said he was more sane than his keepers, but his mental health kept declining. Teddy died of a pulmonary embolism on January 5th, 1919. When John was told, he said, quote, ah, good man is gone. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what did you just say? Gonna miss him. That guy is a hell of a guy. He was a great guy. A good man is gone. Personally, I admired his greatness. <laughs> Always was a big fan of his. One of a kind. Yeah, really was a great guy. <laughs> if only I could have met him and shook his hand. Yeah. Uh, when this is all over, I'd like to buy him a beer. <laughs> Years later, when John learned that FDR had won a third term, he was furious. <laughs> Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> he said if he was free, he'd, quote, take a hand in the matter. Oh, my God. And it's another Roosevelt. He's like, uh, it's God. Roosevelt in their greedy yeah. third terms. Uh, 1943, John died of pneumonia. He was 67. His body was not claimed, and it was sent to Marquette University to be dissected by medical students. Shit. <laughs> Golden Eagles. In his 31 years in the hospital, he never had a visitor or got a letter. Oh, he was shit. described as a good patient. Ugh. Well, that is... It's, it's hard. It's hard because... Yeah, it would be nice if someone visited him, but also... Yeah, it'd be, also he's... Uh, it'd be weird. Yeah. To be well, like, he probably had his ghost there. Yeah. Oh, McKinley was in there just like... <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do today? Nothing. I just, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's so close, though, huh? Yeah, knocking on the fucking door. Hopefully they bring us some more of those graham crackers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Idiot. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's crazy. the story of Teddy Roosevelt being that shot in crazy. Milwaukee. Yeah. That's amazing. So Teddy was uh, amazing, also fucking horrible. Yeah, I was gonna, that's what I was going to say at one point, was like, you know, I mean, if that went the other way, when he died, we should put his head on a wall. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, Sources. Uh-huh. Theodore Roosevelt and the Assassin, Madness, Vengeance, and the Campaign of 1912 by Gerard Helferich. Uh... Whoop, that moved. Uh, the, att the attempted assassination of Teddy Roosevelt by Stan Gores and the Wisconsin Magazine of History. Wow. Fucking crazy. That is crazy. That is. Yeah. It, it really is. It's, it's basically a story about uh, against procrastination. It really is. Move. Yeah. You really got to get. Uh, Whoa. You just got to go. Do it. Yeah. Do Don't it. Sit around. Quit Don't push sit it. On yeah. It. Don't sit on your dreams for too long. Nope. You know, when the car's there, go for it. Yeah. Still, still for being hammered. Great. 
I mean, he, he it's just, what we call a Milwaukee shot. He just barely missed the. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he drank ten beers, danced a jig to start Spangled Banner. <laughs> it just, it's just, it's honestly a story. It's a romantic story about day drinking. Like, <laughs> day drinking is so great. Yeah, it is. It really is. And it's yeah. just like, it's like, I'll have one with lunch. And then you're just like, man, yeah, all right. And then at like four, you're like, I'll do a tequila. I'll, uh... <laughs> and then at eight, you're like, I'm shooting the president. Yeah, then at eight, you're like, I gotta, can you close my tab out? I actually have an appointment. <laughs> I'll have one more Bloody Mary, and then I'm going to make a Bloody Teddy. <laughs> Oh, that's good enough. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Thanks Thank for coming you. out. Thank you.